Welcome to the Tilt and Shift Photography Podcast, where we take motivational stories far beyond inspiration. We actually analyze and learn to apply insights from photographers and creative stories to improve our own businesses. I'm your host, Bobby Barberich, and I'm digging deep with entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mine their stories for the skills to level up where, when, and how we come to the decisions that define our art, our business, and our success. So let's tilt your life's framework and shift your perspective. Welcome to the show. back with the Tilt and Shift Photography Podcast. In my last episode with educator and maternity slash baby photographer, Lisa DeJeso, we had briefly talked about feeling like a teenager in our business. And the idea struck me to talk about our photography business in the same way that we talk about the stages of development in our lives. Like at different stages, we need different things. And it's very much the same for our photography business. So in today's episode, I'm going to look back into my university site courses and bring you your business if it were a human. What the major features of each stage of our business is and how to move from one stage of business development to the next. Some of you may have always wanted to be a photographer when you grew up. This episode is what you need to grow up as a photographer. So here we go. The first one infancy and toddlerhood. So in this phase of life, we're struggling with trust versus mistrust or autonomy versus doubt. I think that might sound familiar to some of us. (laughs) So in the first stage of human development, um, infants learn to trust based on how well their caregivers meet their basic needs and respond when they cry. So when our needs are met, we learn that relying on others is safe. When our needs grow, go um, unmet, we grow up to be less trusting, right? That makes sense. Likewise, um, if caregivers encourage us to be independent and explore the world on our own, toddlers will grow up with a sense of self-efficacy. Self-efficacy is the belief that you can accomplish something. But if caregivers hover excessively or encourage dependence on themselves, toddlers likely will grow up with less confidence in their abilities. So as infants and toddlers, we're we're putting everything in our mouths, we're getting up and falling down, everything is new, and we are here for it. This is what life is about if we're supported while we explore. So what does that look like? as a photographer. I struggled with like putting an income bracket on these, but I decided to do it just as kind of like a gentle guidance because sometimes I can feel it like an infant and I'm making six figures. So these things are just, they're just gentle guides. But for this infant one, we're going to say you're making less than 30K. So from a photography perspective, you are like an infant, like a toddler, you are trying everything. You are trying portraiture, nature photography, street photography, families, pets. Maybe you've been invited to a wedding. Maybe you're messing around with models and boudoir. You've got your camera with you on every trip with your friends and people are asking you to take their photo. It's these things that are pushing us forward as infants and toddlers. People are seeing us try and 
people are willing to help us continue trying. So what will help you to grow as an infant or a toddler in your photography business? Here are a few tips. So number one, play with everything. That means gear, lighting, people, places. Don't worry about failure. Don't worry about the outcome. Maybe you shouldn't put all of these things in your mouth, but definitely get a taste of everything that's out there. I'm using taste metaphorically, my friend. Hold others' hands when they offer, okay? So what I mean by that is download all the freebies, listen to all the podcasts, organize photo shoots with willing friends and even some strangers. Like just play with everything and take all the opportunities you can to learn everything that you can. Number three, check in with people that you trust. There will likely be some people who share their fears with you out of trying to keep you safe. Fears like artists can't make money, but you don't have to take their fears on, my friend. Listen to episode one of this podcast that talk all about this, not taking on other people's fears as you're building your business, as you're living your life. This is your journey, okay? And if you're willing to fall down a few times, people will appear to help you up or you'll figure out how to do it yourself. This is the time to fall down and get back up. Your bones are soft. As an infant, like maybe maybe not like as like an actual human adult, but again, this is a metaphor. So um, number four, uh, work on developing trust in where your intuition is telling you to go, okay? Talk to people who are photographers, find people you admire, and listen to the ones who spark your interest. You're going to come across some photographers who are, you know, maybe a little jaded, uh, maybe a little scared of up-and-comers. So that's why I'm telling you to find people that you, who spark your interest and who you admire, but also trust your intuition. If people are telling you things that make you go like, make you feel kind of shitty about yourself or what you're doing, you don't have to listen to that person. Number five, start asking for money and then ask for more. So as you develop confidence and consistency in your work, you get to ask for cash. Okay. You don't have to do this because it's your passion or you don't have to do this for free because it's your passion. You're building a business. It's like those kids who have lemonade stands or they're selling cookies at a bake sale. People like to support businesses that are getting started. And as you get comfortable with making photos, you should likewise work on getting comfortable with making money. They can go hand in hand. Okay. Do it now. And it won't be so hard later. Ask for money now, charge money now. It will make your life easier down the road, all right? Okay, stage two, early school years and adolescence. So here's where we start dealing with inferiority complexes and identity and role confusion. Those are like the main hallmarks of that the stage as humans, and it's definitely a big part of our businesses. So when kids start school, they start to compare themselves with their peers, right? It's inevitable. You're around other kids all the time and you're kind of vying for your teachers and your friends' attention. So if children feel like they're accomplished in relation to their peers, they develop strong self-esteem. If, however, they notice that other children have met milestones that they haven't, they can struggle with self-esteem. And then in later years as teens, we start to develop a sense of self, right? Adolescents who can clearly identify who they are grow up with stronger goals and self-knowledge than teenagers who struggle to break free of their parents or their friends' influences. Adults who deeply depend on their parents for social interaction and guidance may experience more role confusion than teenagers who pursue their own interests. 
So those are kind of the like ebbs and flows or like the spectrum of what self-development is like in our early school years and adolescence. So if that sounds familiar, <laughs> this, this is also the case for photographers. So photographers in their first few years of business, they may be making, I don't know, like 30 to 60K. The term imposter syndrome starts to get thrown around a lot, right? So, and if I'm going to be really honest, I struggled with imposter syndrome for much longer than just a few years. And I was making a lot more money than 60K and I was still struggling with imposter syndrome. So sometimes that continues on until later, later life. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But as we start to make money in our teen business years, there's a certain gravity to what we're doing, right? We're getting surges of adrenaline every, getting, every time we get an e-transfer and it kind of feels like those teen hormones, right? As we make money doing things for people, we're expected to be responsible and we're expected to act in certain ways. There are expectations. They suddenly evolve, right? There are rules and there seems to be some unwritten strategies that you'd like to get some clarity on. You know, as a teen, we're looking, we're like, how does that role play into this? And you're kind of looking to break them as well. So we start to look to see what other people are doing, right? That's helpful in some ways, but has the potential to be detrimental. It's helpful to watch and compare with others because we learn how to move through the world by watching the pros on the field. So this is you staring at Instagram, wishing that you could make your stuff look like this photographer that you super love, right? You're looking at a pro, the top of their game, and here you are, a gangly teenager trying to figure out how the hell they did that. And that's where it gets detrimental. It gets detrimental because we expect our moves, we expect our photos, we expect our business to look like the pros, the big pros, the ones who are playing on the big field. We compare ourselves to them, right? And thus the identity crisis or imposter syndrome sinks its teeth in. This is where it starts. So like our bodies in teenagerhood, our businesses are rapidly changing and growth is massive, right? We're super hungry and we're horny and we're getting a strong sense of what we want to experience as adults, but we're also temperamental. Our business is temperamental. Sometimes it feels like we're flying. Other times it feels like we're in deep, dark despair, listening to emo music and wanting to feel seen, but not willing to leave our bedroom. So what's going to help you grow through your teenage business? Number one, and I'm going to be that parent who is like, clean your effing room. Develop systems and processes early in your business, okay? Just like we needed lots of sleep and regular meals as teens, our business needs this too. We're likely stuck in the hustle as a teen. And while that can feel good because we're making money like we've never made it before, without structure, we're gonna end up in a puddle of dirty clothes and regret if we don't learn to steer our businesses towards success. So as a teen, you wanna invest in invoicing software and a money management system like QuickBooks or FreshBooks or whatever. Start a tax savings account and put a percentage of every payment into that account. It sucks when you move into the next tax bracket and the government's like, hey, you owe me some money. And you're like, I've spent it all on this, my Air Jordans, okay? So these things are boring when there's a new camera available, but honestly, you don't need the camera. You don't, there will always be new cameras and more pixels and it's bullocks. The more you work with old equipment, the sooner you'll become a better photographer. You are doing yourself a favor by not upgrading to this new camera, okay? Uh, number two, niche down. So as a baby, you were trying everything, you were doing everything for everyone for whatever price. As a teen, 
I want you to like niche down a little bit, pick a lane and swim in it for a while. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to stay there, but it does mean that you give yourself the time and space to really hone in on the projects you love doing rather than getting swayed by money for stuff you don't want to do. Okay. So if money starts guiding all of your decisions, you're never going to figure out what you love as a photographer. I really encourage you to do this now because it is the mindset for later, getting used to enjoying your work rather than having it feel like work. Work feeling like work as a creative is a sure ticket to burnout. And that is nearly inevitable if you don't build some boundaries around who and what you're available for and when. So pay attention to what you really like and find mentors that will help you figure out how to make more money doing that. Okay. You can always change lanes later because that's the beauty of having a creative business. You can do whatever you want, right? But if you're doing everything for everyone, you're missing the opportunity to get really good at the thing that truly lights you up. Because if it lights you up and you market it right, it's going to light up for the people who want to feel that too. And you can do it for them. Number three, stop doom scrolling but do intentionally search, okay? Doom scrolling leads to comparison, which leads to imposter syndrome, which stunts you as an artist and as a business. Again, find a mentor, find someone that is doing what you do, save up some money and work with that person, okay? As a teen business, we're learning how to spend our money wisely and investing in yourself, in your education is always, 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 always a good investment. Education trumps camera gear, every single time. Start your education now and get into the habit of continual learning and growing. Lastly, let's address that identity crisis you may be experiencing. (laughs) So this comes from looking to others for validation. It's not just comparison. It's also looking to others for validation or, or like trying to make your work look like someone else's. Both validation and trying to emulate someone Both are very dangerous, slippery slopes that will send you floundering around with your self-worth if you don't self-arrest that fall, okay? So how do we even know we're looking to others for validation? I find that lots of people I talk to don't even realize that they're looking for validation when they're doing this. So how do you know that validation is your reason for posting something, for example? Check your intention. Ask yourself, am I posting something because I like it or am I sharing it because I hope others will like it. Yes, I hear that people want to do both, but you have to figure out what your root intention is. Am I putting up this up just so that I can see how many people will like it? That leads to burnout. That leads to getting lost. That leads to like absolutely annihilating your self-worth. Okay, so I'm just going to jump right in here for a second because I have a big announcement. I've kind of been announcing it for a little while. My cart for Storyteller School is open. We are going to run the next cohort in February. If you have no idea what Storyteller School is, listen up. Storyteller School is my 16-week group mentorship program for documentary photographers. So this is for folks who really want to lean into the storytelling, documentary, candid angle of wedding and family photography. And also for folks who really are a little bit sick of the feeling of being lost or not good enough or not having feeling like they have a voice in what they're doing 
feeling like their work looks like other people's or feeling like they want their work to look like other people's, what we do in Storyteller School is build a business based on the foundation of figuring out who the hell you actually are and how that shows up in your work. So we do lots of exercises on finding your values, how to sell your work, how to actually talk about yourself in a way that feels genuine and attracts the people who you are here to serve. We actually figure out why it is that you're doing this and who you're doing it for. And we build branding and marketing in and around those truths. So if that is remotely interesting to you, if you feel like you need some guidance and some coaching, some help, you're sick of doing this by yourself, if you're ready to work with somebody who can truly see you and pull out the best in you to build that up in your business, hop on a free discovery call with me. The link is in the show notes. We will talk about how I can help you. We'll do a little mini portfolio review so that you can have some things to work on right away. But then we can also talk about how Storyteller School may be exactly what you're looking for. Grab that discovery call. Link is in the show notes. I cannot wait to meet you. Now back to the show. Does your heart sink when it gets ignored or do you barely notice the engagement? So if you post it and you're feeling good and you don't give a shit if people like it or not, then your intention is coming from a place of artistry and like really wanting to hone your voice and share the things that let you up, right? If you're posting it and you're downtrodden because it's gotten ignored, well, then you posted it because you wanted to be validated. Do you want to make photos that look like someone else's that you admire? Or do you want to make photos because that's what you want to express? Okay, you have to start asking yourself those questions. Why am I doing this? What's my intention here? These are really big questions <laughs> that take a long time to answer and can get really muddled if we're not self-aware, okay? So as a teen business, developing self-awareness, understanding our intentions is really key. So I found this quote by Carl Jung and he said, whoever looks outside dreams, whoever looks inside awakes. So you've got to look inside your heart my creative friend. Pay attention to what moves you around you, not the preset or the location in other people's photos. Above all else, seek guidance from wise folks who can truly help you identify what motivates you. You're old enough now that you can understand the inner workings of your heart and mind. And if you can do that, adulthood is much easier and much more fulfilling. And to be honest, teenhood as a business kind of really melds into early adulthood. So if you're like, well, my business isn't really a teenager, but I'm still feeling those things, I hear you. It's very true. So let's talk about early adulthood. The, the hallmark of struggles that we have as an adult is kind of this intimacy versus isolation. Okay. So you've been doing your business for a few years now. You're probably making like 60 to 100K and you are officially an adult doing adult things. You're paying big bills, you're solidifying big relationships, you're making big plans that impact you and the world around you, okay? You are aware of what you want and you don't want out of your life. You think you're aware of what you want and what you don't want out of your life, right? This is the thing about being an adult. Like, do we really want this? Who am I? As an adult, we tend to spend a lot of time on our businesses, right? It's rolling, we're making money, we're supporting our family, we're traveling, we enjoy having money, and having money requires making money. And if we don't work, there's no money, right? So one of the defining features of adult life, both as a person and as a business, is what and whether we nurture relationships and how our work interferes or supports those relationships. So do we inherently choose intimacy or isolation? Is our work isolating us or is our work leading to greater intimacy? 
do we do everything by ourselves because it's just easier that way or do we hire a team another way to look at this is do we maintain a pattern because it's a pattern or do we seek connection with other folks who've been through where we are if you're a regular listener to the tilt and shift photography business podcast you may have noticed a pattern in who i talk to there's a reason for this the adults in the room have recognized their challenges they've gone about finding a way to grow right this is adulthood this is the actual adulting by asking yourself this question how am i going to grow so here are a few ways to navigate that number one read self-development books. I have dozens of them. And one time my husband noticed, he took notice of like the giant stack of self-development books on my bedside table. And he asked me what was wrong. And that really struck me because lots of people might have that impression, right? That reading self-development books or similarly like going to therapy, which I also do regularly, means that something is wrong. And if something is wrong, there is shame attached. And if there's shame attached, it can make us hide and not seek the help or guidance or growth that will truly help us live a fulfilling life. You see that cycle? I don't know about you, but I want a fulfilling life. And this podcast is always talking with people who are striving to lead fulfilling lives through their businesses. So the question is not whether something is wrong. The question I think should be, what am I capable of? As an adult, I want to know what I'm capable of. I want to know what this business is capable of. When we ask ourselves what our potential may be, we get to go on a little adventure. And you know I love adventure. We get to explore places we haven't been. We get to consider ways of thinking that we've never thought. We get to walk into rooms we didn't think that we belonged in. Just because we're exploring, we're looking to grow. When we work on developing ourselves, our businesses will naturally develop as well. Our businesses are a product of us and how we think. It's no longer about whether I know how to use my camera. It's how do I use my mind and my heart through my camera? And if I can explore that, the growth is really incredible. Sometimes adulthood kind of feels like the best is behind us, right? Like <laughs> the, te the teens were wild. Early adulthood was super wild. We've learned all the stuff. And now we're kind of going through the motions just to pay the bills, right? And when we start doing that, we stop growing. It doesn't have to be like that because that's what dying is when we stop growing. Adulthood is the power and experience to choose what is a hell yes and what is an F no. That is adulthood. Adulthood in your business is choosing intimacy over isolation so that you can continue growing and evolving. Intimacy means you are looking for that relationship with yourself. You're looking for that relationship with others. So how do we build intimacy instead of isolation? Number one, I'm a big proponent of this. Get a mentor, find a coach, reach out to people who inspire you or find a group of people who are at a sim similar stage of adulting and challenge each other to work together to build each other up. Get outside of your boring ass comfort zone. Adulthood we can get stuck in our comfort zone, you need to get out of there. You need to be uncomfortable. In that same vein, learn how to dream. Some of us never learned how to dream, right? Because they got shot down when we were kids and we learned that, well, I can't do that. So I'm not even going to think about it. 
pretty much all of us have let some version of reality slap us into submission and tell us that what we want is impossible or quote unquote unrealistic. I say F that. Okay. Everything was impossible until some grown ass adult figured out that it wasn't. Everything used to be impossible. So there's a mindset shift, right? Investing in yourself means that things can become possible. Investing in yourself also is not debt. I hear this from lots of people. I don't have the money to pay for this, so I won't do it. I'll get the money and then I'll pay for it. I want you to think about that a little differently as an adult. You know, you have like lots of evidence that money comes in, right? So stop waiting for the money to come in before you take the step. Take the step and the money will come in. You've got to spend money to make money. You're an adult. You know how this works. And the last one, the last one I have to rail on about adulthood is recognizing that here, if you don't have the systems in place, if you didn't learn that lesson as a team, it is biting you now, right? Systems are how you find the time and safety to dream. Systems are directly related to creativity and the the ability to dream. Because if we don't have systems, then we're freaking worried and anxious about everything. Systems are how you move into later life with ease, okay? So here, as an adult, you got to hire that VA, admit that it's okay to let AI edit for you, hire a social media manager, do the things that you love, hire out the things that you don't. Doing these things gives you your time back and time is priceless and it's non-renewable. Oh yeah, and if you haven't done it yet, raise your gosh darn prices, (laughs) okay? All right, now we'll move into late adulthood. This is like you're making six figures consistently or more, you're super comfortable. Later adulthood is about really honing that expertise and moving beyond. So this is where it gets really fun, my friend. You are earning more money because you raised prices like you figured out you should. You've got systems in place and now you really get to play, okay? I think some of us perceive later life as a time to slow down and I prefer the term, it's a time to relax, okay? We're no longer worried about where the money will come from. We're no longer concerned about whether people like what we create because we've got tons of evidence that it's all gonna work out. We have a lifetime of evidence that's gonna work out. And if it doesn't, we have the skills to recover, okay? In later adulthood, the theme is diversification. Here, you want to invest in that stock portfolio, okay? Start a podcast get super niched down or open it wide. People are choosing you because you're you. You are owning your shit, okay? You're strutting around the room you created and better yet, you are moving with ease into rooms that you felt self-conscious in before. You now have the power to do whatever you want. Later, adulthood in business terms is all about legacy. So what are you building? Why are you building it? What's all this for anyway? For us later adults, this is a time to really settle in and celebrate what we've created. Moving with confidence, knowing that we can create more. I think of Bay on that silver horse and ain't that a freaking beautiful thing. So go get yourself that one-on-one, I never thought I could afford this mentor. Here's someone who can walk with you hand in hand, point out your obstacles, help you develop the skills to move past them. Better yet, get that mentor in a field that has seemingly nothing to do with photography. Because honestly, it is no longer about photography at this stage. 
It's about you and what matters to you and what you're going to leave behind. And on that note, we finally reach maturity. Okay. As adults move into later life, we look back on our lives and reflect. Adults who feel fulfilled by their lives, either through a contented family or a meaningful career, reach what's called ego integrity. And that's where we can face aging and dying with peace. If older adults don't feel that they've lived a good life, they can fall into despair. So when I was reflecting on this, when I read this, to be honest, I kind of had a tough time translating this stage into business life, but then it finally struck me that this is about regret. Do I regret what I have or haven't done? So I have a sign on my wall and it says, what would your 90 year old self tell you to do? And I look at it whenever I have trouble coming up with an answer to something that's dogging me. And when I look at it and read it, in all honesty, the answer that comes after I ask that question always comes with clarity and with confidence because my 90 year old has been through some shit and she figured it out. She's 90. (laughs) She doesn't have regrets that torture her. And she is in me right now. Your 90 year old is in you. So I invite you to ask, what would they tell you to do? Let that be your guide, my friends. Let your 90 year old self lead. Thanks for being here. So whether you see your business as a nubile baby, an awkward teen, a stumbling young adult, a confident adult, or a wise sage reflecting on what you've built, I hope this life cycle has been helpful. Till next time. You've been listening to the Tilt and Shift Photography Business Podcast. I hope this conversation or these coaching tips have brought you a little tilt, maybe a little shift in your mindset, in how you look at your business, in how you think about your art, and how you show up in your life. Thank you for being here today, and we will talk at our next episode.